0: Welcome to On the Edge with April Mahoney Brains. Here, this is the spot where the conversations are pointed, the guests are sharp, and the responses are never dull. Did you bring your thinking caps? Because it's time to put them on. I can do the big Because the conversation starts now. Oh, I want to make sure that I have your authorization and consent. To edit, record, and distribute this podcast on behalf of my show, ALM Enterprises, a good person production for On the Edge with April Mahoney. Are we good?
1: We're good.
0: We're good. (laughs) All right. Everything is good. All right. Here we go. Welcome to On the Edge with April Mahoney Brains. You are at the location, the spot right here where well, the conversation is pointed and the guests are sharp and the responses are never dull. Today we have Camberly Gilmartin. That's a mouthful. This is her first podcast, Brains. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna we're gonna wing it. She's got a lot of great information. We're gonna cover everything from soup to nuts. Okay. Uh, and it's gonna be a lot of fun because I like to have authentic, organic conversations. Uh, I wanna hear what's in people's heads. I wanna hear what's in their thoughts. And you know, I'm gonna give my commentary in my opinion. I just can't do anything but that. So let's welcome her to The Edge. How are you today, Kimberly Gilmartin?
1: I am doing great. I'm doing great. I've got a house full of summer guests and trying to squeeze a little corner quiet for myself and wow.
0: I'm doing great. <laughs> Girl, we ain't got nobody yet at the house. We're going on vacation. I haven't had company. My mom passed away. About a year and a half ago, and, you know, this used to be the watering hole. Everybody would come here, and, you know, we do the barbecues and the Thanksgiving and all that. And now that Mama's not here, you know, it's kind of fizzled out. But I tell you what, it's just me and Mr. Magnificent, and I'm going to get me a fur baby here when I come back from my vacation (laughs) and just, you know, live my life. What does life look like for you? Not, out, you know, family, but what does it look like for you right now?
1: Oh, my gosh. You know, um, I can honestly say that the last two and a half years have been just this most amazing journey, uh, learning and taking great leaps of of um, education and personal growth. And life is really great. It's uh, I finally beginning to really, truly master the concept of finding the happiness in the folds of everyday life. You know, it's um it's really good. Life is good.
0: And living your, you know, living your 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 best life and living a full life. People limit themselves. They stay in that one lane. When you got a super highway out here, they are so um, ingrained in their way of thinking. I mean, you look at the politics of the world. You look at all of this dissension against the, the races and against the establishment. And they're just really missing the forest for the trees. There's so much beauty out there. There's still, you know, nature. There's still great vacations. There's still great friendships and relationships. You're doing a lot of uh, mindset work around relationships. You focus it on young people. But as we got to talking in the green room, I think it really applies to humanity, Mm -hmm. you know, overall. Tell us a little bit about where your head's at.
1: Yeah, well, I've had the really amazing opportunity uh, to be a part of a multi-authored uh, book that's, that's coming out. It's actually already launched, going to be relaunched in 2020, in, in, in the fall, actually. Um, and, and through this journey with 20 other women, um, I've had the opportunity to write a chapter on my definition of wealth. And uh, it's all about how my belief is that health is wealth, and that uh, each of us could really benefit from being more aware and bringing stillness into our life, uh, even if it's just for a few moments every day, Um, and through being aware of that stillness and bringing it into our life more often, that allows us to really connect deeply with our own self and what I like to call our divine essence. You know, that's really kind of my way of saying spirit, however you want to think of spirit. Um, there's so many different ways, but, um, and then, you know, on a deeper level that like, once we're able to connect to our own spirit within ourselves, that then we're actually connecting to, to everyone. And, um, there's just something about that mindset that, um, makes a lot of the worry and a lot of the things that we stress and fret about seem, so insignificant and I'm not saying worry and stress is insignificant what I'm
0: really saying it doesn't bring you value the worry and stress is not a place where you incubate
1: no and it's not a creation we don't create from that that's sort of that's destruction mentality right and um what I've learned over the last couple of years is that you know pain and struggle and stress exist all the time around us, all the time, and that we always, always have a choice. We can connect into that energy, or we can connect into the calm and the stillness of our own um, divine essence or spirit. But you
0: can use that reality to fuel you. hundred you know?
1: percent. Yeah. You
0: sit, you sit in this space, you take responsibility for your actions. Yep. You know, because how you react to it is your action. You know, what you do. See, sometimes it takes me a little while to de escalate, <clears throat> uh, but I'm a thinker. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I overthink it, which a lot of people do. And yep. then you have that negative self talk. Yes. Then you have 100%. to go in there and do the work and reframe it, you know, 100%. change that neuro linguistic programming. Mm -hmm. Look for the, uh, you know, look for the other person's point of view, just uh, for just a second, just slip your stuff in their stuff and see really where there's a common denominator. You got to meet people right where they are. Yep. Sometimes people are in outer space.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And yes, exactly. And not only do you have to meet people where they are, but I also find it really helpful to no matter what the, what the scenario. And sometimes believe me, it is so difficult, but you've got to attempt to get yourself into empathy and gratitude for whatever the other person's going through. Cause I find that the moment I do that, then all of a sudden, all that energy, all that angst or anger or whatever the emotion is, I'm feeling it's gone out of me and I don't have to carry it or hold it forward anymore. I can be in joy and I can have the empathy and gratitude um, for I can have the empathy for the other person and all that they're going through, but I can stay in gratitude. And that is so powerful for me. And it is. But
0: you know, then sometimes, uh, Kimberly, you got to cut a joke off too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, it, that, that takes courage. Yeah. A lot of people just go along and get along. Yep. I don't mess with you. You know, I'm going to love you in that space. But in yep. that space, yeah. go to another space, I may not necessarily take you along with me.
1: Right. No, I agree. I've been actually just said to my mom just this morning, I, we were having a little chat because you know, families, families, we love each other so much, but boy, we give each other so much, you know what, because we can, because we know we'll still be there mostly for each other. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, I was just saying to her, I, I was saying, Hey, I choose not to live at the vibrational level of anger anymore. Right. It's a conscious choice, right? Um, if you, if people want to be in anger, then that's their choice. But I don't choose to live there in that place. I choose to feel it, experience and let it go and turn it into gratitude or turn it into something else. Not that I'm saying life has to be all positive because we know it's not. But again, we always have a choice to either connect in and hold on to the negativity or the calm stillness creation energy the divine feminine essence within us which is in all of us man or woman right so
0: it really is especially in this age of aquarius it's Mm -hmm. a much gentler time we're trying to get through this lunar vortex right and i'm telling you it's tight you know it's not this big portal that we think it's just like this little cylinder Mm -hmm. and everybody's trying to squeeze through there and they're taking their stuff with them but just like when you Just like when you die and go to heaven, you can't take everything with you. I've never seen a hearse, uh, you know, with a U-Haul attached next to it. It's just not going down that way. And Dignity and respect starts with self. Mm -hmm. You can't respect somebody else if you don't respect yourself.
1: Exactly. How you carry
0: yourself, your conversation. I just posted one of my older shows on profanity. Mm -hmm. I was in the store and this woman, I'm telling you, every other word was, and she was talking to her kid oh every other word was something horrible and i just yeah. really just wanted to just have a conversation with her but you got to stay in your own lane mm-hmm. <clears throat> but if she did that self-work because what she's doing is she's creating um epigenetics yeah somebody talked to her that way growing up and somebody mm-hmm. talked to her parent before that yep yep but she couldn't she couldn't see it she couldn't hear it and the little kid was just kind of like cringing like you know wow why why you gotta come at me like this i just wanted a toy
1: you're right. Oh. It's anger, right? It's anger, it's pain. And then we're passing it on. That's what I believe that, um, the self-work and brings in the awareness. Like I was saying to you earlier, just before the call started, it brings on the awareness that actually our actions, they create ripple effects in the planet, not just for our little children that we're swearing at who then are feeling that anger, like a pierce of a sword through their heart. It's hurt. Mm-hmm. It hurts them but it creates like ugliness and anger and unhappiness in our planet and it starts with us. So we have to actually practice really deep self-care of mm-hmm. our own self, finding that stillness so that we can get to that place where we um, find gratitude and empathy so that what we're emanating out and vibrating out is love because the world, we are all of us at our the essence world of needs now so love, love right? sweet love yeah and that's what we need more of in the world. I mean, I look around as the mother of two teens, and sometimes I'm just disgusted. Um, you know, i I love music, but sometimes I'm just disgusted at the lyrics that my children are listening to, and sort of the belief systems, behavioral systems that are being perpetuated and kind of held up high as the way to be and look and dress and act in our world right now. And I think, oh my gosh, that's not really a road to what we're talking about here. It's not a road to love for sure. It's not a road to um, happiness. If we're living at the low vibrational energy of um, disrespect and pain and hurting Mm -hmm. of others. Right. Yeah.
0: They do, but it's, it's everywhere. And it's mostly in that device. Yes. I had some young people with me and I told them, look, let me tell you something. My time is valuable, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. People pay, pay big money to spend time with me. Yep. So if you didn't pay to get up in here, I suggest you pay attention. Right. Okay. Yeah. And so put the device down. You can pick it back up. If you get hurt, you're with me. If you need something to eat, you're right. with me. If you need to call somebody, you're here with me. Right. So there's no reason to do that mm-hmm. and to be able to disconnect. And also it's training the mind to be able to multitask my husband's quick to say oh multitasking isn't you know i don't believe in that because you're not giving one thing your undivided attention and i can appreciate that too mm-hmm. so you are a woman that has consciously uncoupled you're a single mother of two teenagers yes um when you decided to you know do the big bang theory and and step out on your own were you afraid what you know what was running through you oh, that april time?
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, I think I wouldn't be honest if I didn't say that it was, you know, one of the most difficult and really, frankly, I think sad things in my life, because I believe when you love someone, you know, you you always have a piece of them in your heart. Um, And yes, I was, I was a little afraid and I was a little unsure and it took a lot of working through the grief of the um, I like to say, and I talk about it in my chapter in The Wealth Book, uh, the break, the kind of like breaking up or destruction of my Norman Rockwell painting. Like in my mind, I had this Norman Rockwell painting, probably from watching too many Disney movies when I was young. But, you know, I had this this Norman Rockwell painting, like this beautiful family sitting around a table, right? right? Um, and so for me, that breaking up of the dream of what I thought I, my life should be Was really, really painful and really hard. And I was afraid.
0: Well, because we have these expectations. I was having a conversation with somebody the other day about expectations of others. That's your first mistake, brains. Uh, You know, it's like uh, somebody coming to your house and you have an expectation of what they're going to wear. And, you know, he didn't have a button down shirt on. And oh my God, you know, here he is with a collarless shirt. (laughs) <laughs> exactly. So the whole thing, yeah, the whole evening is ruined because he didn't wear a collared shirt. Well, did you set the parameters? Did you tell him what the dress code was? Did you tell him that, you know, uh, you might need a jacket? Like this is, you know, this is upscale. This is elegant. They do it. We're going on a cruise ship mm-hmm. and they clearly define what it is. So then if a person doesn't fall in line, it's on them. This right. is on them. It's not on you. Having expectations of others is a dangerous thing, but it takes a lot to, um, you know, just kind of go with the flow. That's what we were talking about. Meeting people mm-hmm. where they are. Mm-hmm. I'm working with a group right now, and I was laughing. I was telling one of my my other guests, this person was wearing me down. <laughs> okay, I've been there. <laughs> All right, and I just sucked the oxygen right out of the room. And I said, you know what, April, you're such a hard charger. You got such a strong personality. Why don't you dial back on that? Yeah. Why don't Why don't you just sit here, be quiet, and observe? Come to find out, the skill set that they have is something that's not my forte. Something mm-hmm. that I don't want to do. And mm-hmm. now I'm able to delegate. I've got their buy-in, and that was beautiful. I don't have to be bothered with anything because now I keep them busy. Right. But that's with your children. You gotta strategically spank them behind. You know? <laughs> You don't have to put your hands on them, but mentally you got to be up on the game because they're not Mm-mm. smarter than you. Mm-mm. They think that they are mm-hmm. with relationships with uh, with a spouse. I've been married 38 years to Mr. Mm-hmm. Magnificent, Magnificent. And I absolutely adore it. But mm-hmm. it's a chess game still, you know, yeah, it is. But but he knows that the queen is the strongest piece on the chessboard. Okay? <laughs> and you got to take your power. you got to teach people how to treat you, Kimberly. You can't just go for the okie-doe. When you agree? You do.
1: You do. In fact, yeah, I mean that's that's a great that's a great uh that's a great line because actually thinking back on my marriage, I felt, you know, that's something that I take full responsibility for. I didn't I didn't teach my husband how to treat me. I didn't. I didn't I didn't even know um I didn't even sit down and think about how I should be treated and I let things happen that I should have stood up for and things probably maybe may have been different. But yeah, it's taken me too long in this life <laughs> to understand that yeah, you know what? Um you can tell people how to treat you, and um and that's okay. It's okay to have a voice, it's okay to to talk when to talk out loud when things aren't great, and it's okay to set standards for yourself and um it's also okay to recognize and notice that um if people aren't able to respect the standards that you set for yourself then maybe they are not right for you in the moment Ouch. Ouch. And That's okay no, no, nothing <laughs> bad against them or you but like you might have different ex different there's that word again expectation expectation I
0: mean, it yeah it is what you expect of someone else what your mindset what your standards what your beliefs with your understanding Limited understanding, okay? Because we are limited in our understanding. There is so much that we don't know. I'll use racism. Yep. You know, people just don't like folks for the color of their skin. That's how they came out the womb. You don't have any choice, but have you even tried to have a conversation with them? Have you tried their food? Mm-hmm. Have you tried their neighborhood? Have you listened to their plight and understand that we are more alike than we are different?
1: A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And they don't do that they don't expose their children to other things mm-hmm. uh, they don't take them on vacation we were just talking about travel you know yeah there's some culture shocks but i tell yeah. you when i come back to the good old usa and i get off that plane baby i want to kiss the ground yeah with all the kerfuffle that's going on in the world this is still the greatest country in the world
1: it's a pretty great country it is because because of the fact that we we have the choice to think free we're we're supposed to we're a, a free country <laughs> it's yeah. amazing and and um yeah I will going back to your comment about um about going even not not really racism but taking it even a step further back to what you said about being more the same than different that is so true because that goes right back to my point that I try to make in the chapter we actually really are all one like the skin color the body shape and size the food preference like it doesn't really matter like in the inside we're all the same and if we just as a overall global population would like spend some more time on our time on ourself getting ourselves to our own yeah. divine essence like if we could get there wow what an amazing planet we could have if we if we didn't ever want to harm another human being but ever
0: you know harm. what we can kind of agree to disagree because i don't think that we're all the same
1: no, no, we're not we all the same. We're not the same. We have, have, the the same. We have no similarities. No, no. Beautiful and so, differences.
0: Yeah. Right. And, and people don't appreciate the difference. Exactly. You yeah. Know, they don't appreciate the difference. Could you imagine if every bowl of pasta tastes the same? Yeah. No.
1: Yeah. Or
0: every flower in the garden was the same? Boring. Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, every movie was the same. Right. Yeah. So there's variances. So what we need to do is allow ourselves the bandwidth and the capacity and the willingness and the openness to say hey you know what let me explore something new now that's not to say that you're necessarily going to like it right all have our prejudice and then we're not necessarily talking about people but yeah us like okra i right. can't stand okra oh. <laughs> but when my mother was alive my mother would like corn okra and and tomatoes together mm-hmm. and i'm telling you she died and i was 57 years old, and she would still ask me, baby, you gonna put a little okra on your plate for mama? And I'm like, no, but mm. I'm gonna prepare it. And she said, I made the best corn okra, and tomato in the world, because oh. I made it with love. Everything yeah. you do, we have to prepare with love. So let's ask some fun questions about this. Yeah. What planet are you from?
1: <laughs> what planet? Um, that's funny. You know, I, I obviously, um, I actually think I'm probably, if I could choose a planet, I would say Venus.
0: Mm, I'm from Jupiter. (laughs) I am. I got, I'm out there. I got all these rings of energy around me. I'm bright. I'm vibrant. I'm drawing you in. Oh, yes, absolutely. Kimberly, if you were an appliance in the kitchen, what appliance would you be and why?
1: Okay. Hmm. That's a great question. I think I would probably be my Vitamix blender.
0: I can't tell you how many people want to be a Vitamix. They love, the look you know, the Vitamix does everything. It mixes, it blends, it can be hot. You can make some ice cream or some sorbet out of it. I like the Vitamix, but I want to be the refrigerator.
1: Yeah, keep it cool.
0: Yeah, and just chill.
1: I love that. <laughs> well, I want to be the Vitamix because um, it offers me my superpower which is my green smoothie every day and without it i i mean it's just it just keeps me calm and focused and going and so um i like i that's that's why i choose it because it's sort of my staple item
0: okay you're beautiful you know vivacious what are you looking for when you find love again
1: well I am in a relationship right now, and the and what I love most is just the support, um, and not in a like oh I have to have support like way, but just the constant um, questioning of like what can I do to support you, which I love, I love, and I like to do that for him as well. Um, Kindness is super important to me. And sense of humor is like at the top of the list. A woman love be-
0: somebody that can make <laughs> them laugh, okay? And,
1: yeah. yeah, and flexible, like flexibility, not non-rigid growth mindset, um, loves to have a sense of adventure. Like life is short. We gotta have fun. Like, of course you gotta be serious, but can you make the serious things have a little bit of fun too? I mean, just let, having, enjoying life, bringing joy into life.
0: What did you discover about yourself? How did you evolve from where you were to where you are now?
1: I discovered that um, I needed to do a lot of work. (laughs) I needed to do a lot of work. I think that, um, you know, becoming our best self, it's hard work. It's ongoing. It's committed hard work every day. It never stops. It's sort of like parenting um, or you're having a relationship. Um, or or your career, Um, I learned I really had to like, commit to hard work consistently. Um, And also I really had to, uh, my belief system had to change. I had to believe um, and find my own value.
0: Mm. And
1: that is another thing that I think um, they don't teach in school. (laughs) They don't teach you how to find your own
0: value. That's the emotional finance.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Figuring out
0: really where your comma is, you know, how many zeros are there
1: mm-hmm. because
0: it's a lot. It's definitely yeah. a lot, but it is an ongoing process. If you had three wishes, Camberly, what would they be? I would wish,
1: first of all, that everyone could experience what it feels like to really connect with their own one beautiful beating heart in stillness and, um, really like truly feel that essence once you're connected there and the knowingness that comes with it, that like everything is okay. And you're exactly, um, where you're meant to be and you are, um, like Valued and worthy and loved and important. I want that would be my first wish. If everyone could feel that, that would make my heart so happy. Um, secondly, gosh, I would wish no more war ever in the world, no more wars. And um, thirdly, I would wish that everyone had access to um, wholesome, uh, clean, bountiful, beautiful food and water and that we would care for the planet
0: from that place. Well, it looks like I got it. <laughs> <laughs> I got access to a menu, baby. What are three <laughs> things that you cannot live without?
1: <sighs> I cannot live without my morning smoothie. Absolutely. It like I said, it's my superpower. I could not live without my family and friends. Um and my and my relationships and my little my fur all my fur babies. I love, and nature, nature and my fur babies. Like, they just fill me up like a, every day,
0: <laughs> every day. Nothing like the kiss of a fur baby. I'm telling yeah. you. Is, yeah, or, mother, or a When walk, they nestle yes. up under your neck, oh my God, I'm just. And
1: the little lunch. sounds that they make, the little yeah. sounds they make. I mean, yeah, they're. I love people, but like, there's just something about animals and the way they commu- communicate animals, with us.
0: That so. nonverbal communication. Yep. People run their mouth too damn much, can't believe. <laughs> Really,
1: I know. Sometimes, sometimes there's no can, need for words, right?
0: Exactly. Just sometime and just sit there and just listen. You would be surprised at how much you can intake, how yeah. much more influential you can be if you are a good listener. Yes. So it's, a di- it's a difference from listening and hearing. Mm-hmm. How are you going to apply that information? You're gonna have to edit and filter. Everything is not gonna be applicable to you. I get it, yeah. you know? Yeah. sometimes you just want to tune people out but when you tune them out you do yourself a disservice because you're missing (laughs) key information you're Mm -hmm. missing a a different perspective yep you know and so again you cannot be powerful unless you have all the information
1: right which (laughs) comes right back to my point of like creating stillness and connection to yourself because there is you want to talk about power Exactly. that's where the power is that's exactly it's where like infinite is. infinite power and energy exactly. right yeah
0: well you have been such a wealth of knowledge and i just like again like i said a good wholesome uh um, conversation you've poured into me so much i want to ask you one last question yeah. about your philanthropic efforts i know that the project that you're working on is going towards charity what are some of the the things that you look for when you pick a group or an organization to donate to And that could be your time, your energy, your money, your space.
1: Yeah, I I guess the main thing, and this probably rings true for many, is that I always look to make sure that the mission is aligned with my own values. Um, So the mission of the organization or the group or the team is aligned with those values within myself, which, you know, they kind of speak and echo back to children and the planet healthy food, um, and caring for our planet and, and, and love. And if I see those, those things, then I'll take a further look. And then of course, um, you know, everything has to be, uh, coming from the same energy that of love and of goodness. And if I start to feel or see or notice that, um, an organization is perhaps coming from from other places like ego or greed, then those are usually organizations that I would pull back from. Well, that's why you're from
0: Venus. okay? you're going to take us to a different planet because that is the planet of love. And I thank you so much for loving on me and loving on my brains Uh, right here on the edge. You see this, baby? Look, (laughs) look, babies. I want you all to see this. This is where I need you to go. I need you to like, love and share. What did I say? Like, love and share, because this is the place, as I told you, where the conversation is pointed and the guests are sharp and the responses are never dull. Thank you so much, Kimberly Martin. Uh, Tell us a little bit about how we can get in contact with you or if you want to continue the conversation. You got a Facebook page. Uh, We want to watch for the relaunch of this magnificent masterpiece of literary work that's going to be coming out. How do we get in contact with you?
1: Well, you can find me on LinkedIn under my name, Camberly Gilmartin. I'm always there. Also on Facebook under my name as well. Um, I also am an Instagram user. Um, you, can, uh, you can email me even at camberlyg at gmail.com <laughs> if you want to do that. Um, and um, the wealth book is, you can find that at wgwlive.com or wgwbook.com right now. And again, that book is out in its, uh, as, we're, as we're saying, at its relic stage at the moment. It's going to be re-released, but um, it's, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to talk about that yet. So
0: well, that's <laughs> okay. we, have something, we have something to look forward to, the relaunch of that. And that's a blessing because sometimes people don't retouch it, you know? Right. So yeah. now you've retouched it, you revise it and you've elevated it like you've done our heart. Thank you so much. <laughs> and I appreciate you.
1: Thanks for being my first ever podcast. You're awesome and it was so fun. You're the best. That's what he said. (laughs) I'm sure. (laughs) Enjoy your vacation. Thank you. Bye. Don't eat too much pasta. Uh